Now, would you agree that Everybody Hates Chris is one of the most underrated TV shows ever? Um, that's like ever, but ever. It's pretty nice. On it, everything and everything at once, but it isn't that way. Once again, once again, once again, we back and we in this to win. Hey, yeah, I'm riding on my swing, riding to the beach, and you know I got a bitch on my back, and I do what I want, and I do where I, yeah, I got nothing else after that. Uh, Damn, bro. Yeah, that was a little quickie. Everybody likes a quickie. Not everybody. Then they're weird, because we got shit to do. Hey. <laughs> it is me and the gay homie. Hey, Bobbin. What's up, John? Shit, not much, man, you know. Coming back from the weekend and your trill ass adventure through tacos and paint. Shall see y'all. You know y'all doing things. It's popping, man. It's popping. I thank everybody who showed up for coming out and enjoying themselves and eating our tacos and painting their bullshit. No, no, that's not okay. You weren't painting. <laughs> you were not painting. Bullshit. He does not appreciate y'all's art. No, no, it was some good stuff. It re- actually really was. Some it good actually stuff. really was some amazing stuff. So to check out some pictures, we got pictures coming on. We are making memories. On Instagram or Wesley Joe on Instagram. No, I don't think I put any pictures up. My bad. We are making memories. Boom. Yeah, do that. So, hey, we're coming off a really dope interview last week um, with the homie um, James. James. Yo, it was really good. Uh, We got a crazy response from a bunch of people. Yeah. Good and I won't say bad, but just, you know, just have some questions and concerns (laughs) concerns <laughs> did you get any questions and concerns from the interview i i didn't get so many questions and concerns as much as i got uh just like <laughs> i guess praise for bringing somebody bisexual in there and then like some of the people that i knew were commenting like they the same people who kind of was like oh i don't believe in bisexuality they didn't say like they believe in it now, but they just went, Oh, that was you know, that's what's up that y'all had him on there. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, that's funny. Like I don't <laughs> we ain't changed nobody or nothing, but you know. Yeah, I don't think any of those people who said that um they didn't believe in it believe in it now because I don't and he he was real. Like I nah, could yeah, I, yeah. he seemed very believable. <laughs> like I don't I I believe that is his truth. Um and man, we're very thankful for him coming through. Definitely. Um a lot of people, now a lot of women I know, did. Um, they were questioning him about uh, him saying that he doesn't necessarily tell every woman that he's dealing with that he's bisexual. It basically has to come up or going deeper into the relationship. Then he, you or know, if it becomes a relationship. Yeah, if it becomes a relationship, he lets them know. And those were some concerns that the women had. <laughs> they were like. Pretty much like, no, that's not cool. That's not all right. He's got to let you, let women know. And, um, yeah, well, how do you feel about that? Uh, I do believe in, you know, disclosing that information with your partner. Um, if 
it's necessary uh, if it's getting to a serious place. I you don't think like it's necessary if they're going to have sex? I do not feel, feel like it's necessary if they're going to have protected, safe sex. Because I don't feel like anybody discloses their partners in any other situation. But then you brought up the point, I think you, you brought up earlier, that um, the, the HIV rate or STD rate in general for black men is like a, at a higher concentration, especially gay or, you know, bisexual or queer black men. <clears throat> so it's like you're putting that woman at risk without letting her know. Um, That's a worry. Which, that that which, is a worry. That makes sense. That is a worry. Like, and I'm going to be so honest right now. Um, if I was dating a woman mm-hmm. and she told me that her ex or someone she dated used to have sex with men or had had sex with men before, I might be a little, like, hesitant. It may, you know, I'm not going to lie about that. I might be like, oh, what? Um, hmm. To have safe sex with her, or see that's a, but sex see that's her. the thing. Like, even when it's safe, I don't believe sometimes. Like because I know what happens with condoms. I've mm. I've been fucking and the condom has has broken, and right. I'm in there raw dogging. Hence many pregnancies. Yeah, <laughs> and and the thing and the other thing is, I know some men who will snatch that thing off right in the middle of it. And act like it's been on the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I, since I know these things, like we can say safe sex and all that. But I, I guess when you put it like that, coming from your perspective of knowing that she's been with a man who's been with men, and like you just having to trust that whoever that man was, I get that. But I, my opinion on it was when it's between just that man and that woman, that's a tricky situation to be in because I just, I, I, I mean. You make a good point with, you know, condoms breaking and stuff like that. But it's, I also feel like it's the responsibility of both parties to inquire within as opposed to just expecting somebody to disclose information with you because motherfuckers don't care about you. Everybody just wants a nut. So if you go into it thinking that, you won't end up hurt because you will have asked those questions you need to ask. Man, my homegirl um, brought this up. Um... I, I told her, I was like, I was like, look, why don't you, um, I was like, I think you should ask every man that you date hmm. if he's been with a man. If that's a worry. If that's a worry. <laughs> if like, I'm just saying, if that's a worry, every man that you yeah, date that yeah, you yeah. potentially may have sex with, inquire. Like, oh, you ever been with a dude? She said, her response was, um, oh, he's, they're going to, pretty much they're going to get butt hurt. They, and I was like, yo, if, they're, if they get butt hurt, if they feel... Um, disrespected in any kind of way. First of all, they're too immature to be dealing with you. Hmm. And if they're butthurt, if they're if they feel disrespected, then they probably have niggas <laughs> don't want to tell you. Because if you ask me, like, who you been talking to? Yeah, if you ask if you ask me and you say, "Yo, have you ever been with men?" No, that's easy. Moving and, on. And, and would you still want to have sex with that woman? Why would that stop me? Exactly. And that wouldn't deter you. <laughs> yeah. Really. So I'm saying like, look, if for all the women, if that is a, that's a worry, mm-hmm. just don't leave it up to him to tell you. Like that's every real. dude that you're dealing with, just ask. Just ask him like, yo, have you ever been, been with a man? He, now you are still trusting that he's telling you the truth. Hey, this is true. <laughs> so there's, there's a, that part. Yo, there's a lot of trust going on. And so, motherfuckers will say anything so, so they can you, hit. Yeah. Facts. I told a girl <laughs> I loved her before. 
<laughs> it was the worst. Well, and I didn't even I'm like just her. listening right now. <laughs> no, I doubt it. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, so ask that question, you know, and if you still have these words, ask a question, use a condom, all that stuff. Get tested together, show results. That's true. All that. I mean, getting tested together is the sexiest thing you could do. You know, that shows some commitment, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, again, just to, I do get where women are coming from on that. And that is that is a difficult position to be in. One of the hundreds of difficult positions we put women in. Yeah, man. Shit they have to deal with. Yo, as a feminist, like I, <laughs> I why are you laughing at this? <clears throat> I am Nothing, a feminist. Um, I got your back. I love you. So anyway, because <laughs> Joe Pot cares if don't nobody else or yeah. However those things right. go. So, look, we did our our review of last week. That's We just wanted to touch on that one real quick. Um, this week, it's like our our appreciation for our listeners um, podcast episode. Like, we, we're getting a lot of love from y'all. Man, and we truly appreciate it. Y'all are really fucking with us. I'm getting text messages, phone calls. Like, yo, Seriously. when you said this, when y'all said that, like, you know, it's just... The love is real, man, and we're growing and growing and share with your people because we're trying to do this bigger and better. Even at your event, like a couple folks, you know, I was chilling, talking with some folks. Somebody came up to me, hey, are you the gay homie from me and the gay homie? Please come up to me. I don't give a damn, you know. Yo, man, shout out to to the homie Malik's parents, man. Uh, Black Party, we played some of his music on here in the first couple episodes, and we're going to end up playing more. Uh, but... Yo, so much love. And uh, yeah, we appreciate it. So this episode, we are we are showing love by answering all the questions that we've gotten from, from some of y'all. We've got a lot of them we're going to get through. We're not going to spend too much time on any one question. We're kind of just, you know, knock them out it's real like quick. fire around. Yeah, I mean, if they're dope, it's going to be hard. To, like, yeah. You know, it's hard for us to shut the fuck up. You know, it's my luggage be talking. So, um yeah, but before we get to these questions, we got to talk about the homie K-Dot real quick, Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> because I do not appreciate, hey. I do not appreciate what he's been, what y'all been putting this man through. <sighs> First of all, his new song, Humble, hmm. gets at least, at least five plays a day out of me. At least six. I mean, it's an amazing song. In the song, he's basically... Saying, hey, love yourself, be real, stop with all the fake shit, not just women, but men, stop with the fake, fake rich shit, you you ain't got money like that, be okay with who you are, women, love who you are right now, fuck those enhancements, fuck the Photoshop, be, be in love with you, and that got him in trouble, like the, I'm like already ready to take off, the nerve of you motherfuckers, like, how dare you have beef with somebody with this black man for telling especially black women that he loves y'all for the curves y'all have and the stretch marks you might bear or the damn dimples in your booty cheeks that you try to get fixed and covered up. Like, you would rather, what, Photoshop the shit out of that than have somebody, like, love you for who you are, huh? Y'all kill me. I don't get it. I, like, I really me. want to understand. I really want to see where y'all coming from. But I've seen so many of them talk bad that, that, about the Photoshop women. All they into all the plastic women and... He said, I ain't, I appreciate you for what you are. I'm, I still, I want to take you down for, 
I want to take you down just like that mm. in my polo socks. And the, another thing, why dudes don't like to take off their socks? Because I know the homies are, <laughs> I know the homies didn't tell me they don't like to take off their socks. I snatch these socks Do off. Do you know, though, I, side note, that it is a proven fact that you orgasm better when your socks are on. When your feet are warm, your orgasm is stronger. I, look, I'm I, just saying what I read. That, that is bullshit. <laughs> it's not. I'm, it, just, no. I'm telling you it's Let not bullshit. You because for one, I'm not relaxed. I don't feel good with my socks on. And just look, saying. on my wooden floor in my room, <laughs> I get to slide in these socks. I got to snatch these motherfuckers off, man. I need some grip. That's a, that's a, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, it's a different situation when it's wood floors, you know. But back to, back to the Kendrick Lamar um, song, Humble. And his album is coming out April 7th. I'm super hyped. I'm counting down the days. Hey. But um, let's go to the lyrics that he said that has... Um, some folks, uh, some feminist folk. <laughs> really upset. Yeah, really upset. I don't, and let's see if it makes you upset. I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like Afro and Richard Pryor. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Still will take you down right on your mama's couch in polo socks. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's what has, I don't get it. My whole thing is this. I completely sympathize with the feminist movement. I somewhat consider myself a, a feminist. I just feel like is, there's a lot of different levels to being a feminist, so I don't like outwardly claim that. But you, everything is not a battle. Everything is not a fight. Everything is not a damn cause. Dave Chappelle joked about this, and y'all had beef with him too, and I don't give a damn, and I'm going to bring it up. You Pick, pick one, goddammit, because you're about to crap out. Like, <laughs> pick one. Pick something. All go outside, think about it, come back in. Because this shit is say, stupid. Then, it's stupid. Then, then it's like, go team. Right. The only, the only explanation, because I tried, I tried. I was like, there has to be. I know, I know these sisters on my timeline ain't saying this for no reason. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. So, I'm going to go through some tweets. Mm, please do. And let's, let's see if one of these stands out. <laughs> if one of these is... Uh, you know, if it if it hits home and you say, "Oh, I get you, sister," I got understand you. you. Got you. All right, Jasmine Sanders, Jazz Money Records. <laughs> you guys just can't handle that people, namely women, don't like Kendrick despite his benevolent, incense coated misogyny. Oh my god. Oh. so y'all just like searching for the misogyny, huh? Y'all just like digging through the haystack for the needle, like. Okay. Do do they want us to stop? Do they want men rap male rappers to stop talking about women? Like stop talking about that? Like we part of our lives are dating women, loving women, having sex with women, going at, like wanting to talk to women because we are attracted to them and we love them. Like we, so it's gonna be part of the music. Like you want us to just stop because. I think he told you what his preference is and what he would do because he fucks with that. And I and I completely understand the idea of like you shouldn't be policing a woman's body or like naming what you like or don't like on a woman's body. I but you get basically that, say he shouldn't have an opinion. He shouldn't one, you're saying he shouldn't have an opinion. Two, you're trying to water down hip hop and make it politically correct. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> and three, you're you're like you, you you're stunting the like you are stopping this man from expressing himself the way he can like i just don't uh, i'm like trying to find ways to to agree with some of y'all I mean, i'm really trying 
And then the incense coated. Like, for one, Kendrick Lamar talks about some hood ass shit. He is from Compton. He talks about gangbanging, talks about the streets. He's not he's not Lupe or Common. You know exactly. what I mean? So stop with all that shit. Like I understand about- I understand he's has some good pro black songs and he's still he's he hood, man. He's still he, look, Joe won't say he's still a nigga. I don't like that word. <laughs> he's kidding. still a nigga. Alright, here's another one from uh Fat and Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> And these are the people's opinions we should respect. But look at all the retweets she got. She got 121 retweets. Kendrick has a rather... Yeah. Get get them on y'all. Kendrick has a rather patronizing, shallow way of looking at situations relating to women. I wish I could tell him about himself. I wish you could so you could look stupid as fuck. Okay. okay. Just real quick. Before this song, am I lost? Like, is there... What did he do? An ongoing trend of, like, songs where Kendrick Lamar... I don't know, man. Because... Maybe we sound like two assholes right now. We just don't know about the particular songs that everybody like. What what led up to this? Like, yeah, what, make us aware. what has everyone like? That's it. That's enough. You know he got into you know he got into some shit for getting engaged to his high school sweetheart right, right, because right. she's half. Yeah, which is also fucking stupid. <laughs> like he been with the same chick. He didn't. He didn't like. Get rich and go find some. But because she's not a dark skinned queen. Yeah. <laughs> like this woman's getting. And they're like, on. so why was he showing so much love to the dark skinned sisters? Because he loves them. Like, it doesn't stop you. Because he got a mother and probably like family who and, are dark skinned. And he probably. Women. And he probably is still attracted to them, but he's still with the. Exactly. He found somebody. And nobody loves. should have to explain that to anybody. You are yeah. with who you are with, and that's just your fucking business. Okay, here's another one. Darnisha Coleman, Miss Petty LaBelle. <laughs> and that line in Humble was harmful. Kendrick coulda and shoulda used his platform as a man to uplift even the women who get surgery. He, okay. He didn't down anyone. What he did was uplift the natural women. You were he born said he this was, way and he's telling you it's okay. Yeah. yeah do they listen to rap? I don't, listen. I said this before. There are a lot of bandwagon like progressives who like these damn liberals and uh, uh, feminists who claim to just be just so for change that every single thing that happens they got to comment on or like make it into a thing. Like I can't. I can't. All right, I'm gonna give y'all a couple more of these because they're kind of funny. Um, here's another one from Jazz Money Records. So she she about to have a fucking blog or some shit. She's popping. I honestly don't care for Kendrick. I like my misogyny blatant and blasting over a trap beat, not covered in a dashiki and instance. Who the fuck do you think Kendrick is? First of all, like, she's don't, not a fan. don't dress him up as one of these hotel motherfuckers. Because she's not. Like, you you can just stop there not, right now. He is not that. You can just stop there right fucking now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's some... <laughs> all right. Somebody said, how, how dare... Kendrick Lamar tell women he finds them beautiful in their most natural state. <laughs> how, how dare he? Exactly. <sighs> Bad. You, but again, I'm going to just wait. This woman and, is... And, and hope that somebody gives me a reason that makes sense. This Jazz Money Records chick, and she says an Instagram model curved Kendrick, and he went and wrote about stretch marks and Photoshop like she cared. Stop um, it. Just actually, go Actually, he got a wifey, so yeah, like, like, that didn't happen. So, like, shut up. <laughs> Man. Oh, God. <clears throat> okay, Kendrick said he liked natural bodies. Where's the problem? 99% of y'all can't afford surgery, so why are you upset? Exactly. <laughs> All right, exactly. all right, I'm done with it. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so shout out to Kendrick, man. April 7th. 
um, I will definitely buy that album. I'm not even going to Spotify. I'm going to challenge that money. any of you listening who disagree with us. Please let me know why you disagree. Please. So I can laugh at you. No, I really do want to know your opinion, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was one more thing I wanted to discuss, but I cannot remember. Should have wrote it down like I write every other fucking thing down. <laughs> You um, would have thought you was the smoker. Dude, I think I... Secondhand pothead? Uh, maybe that. Maybe that. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah. Let's just uh, get to the questions, man. Let's what do you want to start with? Um, what you got? What you got? Okay, we'll just start with uh, this right here. Are relationships harder, easier, the same, gay versus straight? That's a hard question to answer. Wait. That was a loaded question. Are relationships harder, easier, the same, gay versus straight? Well, I'm going to answer for you. Oh, like it's easier to be yeah. in a gay relationship than yeah. a straight one? <laughs> so, let's say John is dating uh, another man his size. Easier... They could share clothes and shit. Oh hell yeah! They're shopping for the like they're shopping for for both of them. One oh, person shops yeah. You got another outfit. A whole new wardrobe. I hope he dresses the way you like it. Damn, I miss having somebody in my life. Damn. <laughs> now, it would suck if he wore like just so shit. I could share Literally. clothes. It would suck though if he wore some shit you just did not fuck with. Like, <laughs> nah, that's happened before. Like one of my exes definitely like because there are some shit that you just it's just off limits. I don't want you wearing some of my shit. Hey, the funny thing is, me and you are both single. So, let's call it the same. That was easy. Word. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Um, here's another question. Do gay men hate lesbians and why? Ooh. <laughs> Talk about it. Um, Talk about it. So, I don't hate lesbians. In fact, I'm one of the gay men who love my uh, lesbian counterparts. I feel like they're an important and integral part of the community. If you know anything about your gay history about San Francisco back in the day, about how the lesbians are the ones who like stepped in during the AIDS epidemic to make sure that we were getting our shit and taking care of us and being the nurses to us when these bitches wouldn't stay in the goddamn hotel or the hospital to take care of us because they didn't know what the disease was. I ain't got no issue with lesbians because they hold it down and they, they hold men down, um, especially gay men, even when gay men don't want to hold them down. I actually don't know where that comes from. Because I do know a lot of gay men who, like, seem to harbor this, like, ugh, the lesbians. And I'm like, what is that about? But then those are also the same gay men who, like, just are against, like, just, like, hate women for some reason. Or, like, misogyny is not limited to straight men. So we can put that out there. There's a lot of gay men who, one, appropriate women, and two, just, like, have a thing against women. But that's their own emotional, mental thing they're probably <laughs> working through. But I can't answer for all of us. All right. Hey, I'm going to jump back to the dating part. <laughs> Look, guys, we're going to be all over the place. We we did not structure these questions. Just fuck with us. Listen to it. You know, we'll keep you entertained. You ain't doing shit but at work or driving to work yeah, right now anyway. We ain't got shit to do. Just listen. <laughs> um, all right. So comparing dating in L.A., straight, gay. Um, what? Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about dating in Los Angeles? I don't feel about dating in Los Angeles. Okay, and you're also from D.C., so compare yes. the two. Man, D.C. was probably the best place for me to come out as a gay man. Because D.C. is hella gay. 
DC's hella gay. I mean, but shit. Atlanta's hella gay. San Francisco's hella gay. LA's technically hella gay. Like, it's hella gay everywhere. However, the gay the gay DC's population hella, in DC, DC is hella black gay. They're they're black gay, but they're also like there's just like this overall progressiveness to that city that I thought would be doubled when I got to LA, and I feel like I was almost stepping backwards in time a little bit, which is funny. I expected this to be way more liberal, but not. Um, dating in DC was a lot easier for me. There were, like you said, a lot more young gay people, black people, so it was like a bigger dating pool. That and like they just not shallow like the gays in LA are, or like just on bullshit. I actually saw my first representation in DC of like uh, a gay family with children, and, and that made me like representation matters in that moment because that made me in my twenty year old mind go, "Oh damn, I guess one day I can have a family too." Like they seem happy and functioning, so like, yeah, that is uh, important. That DC, is important DC was popping. <laughs> um, there's another question with that. So, uh. Yeah, so dating for me in LA because I'm I'm from LA, lived in LA. Shit, cool. I mean, <laughs> I don't have a problem finding. What, a date. what are the women like here compared to other places that you've been to? Um, I've definitely dated women outside of LA, and honestly, I can't. Damn, I I don't have I I, I don't have those same problems that a lot of people have had with dating women in Los Angeles. Damn near every woman I've dated is set like. Maybe two mm-hmm. could cook, like all <laughs> like most like damn it all the women I've dated could cook. They were down to earth. They weren't superficial. I mean, I can remember maybe one. At there may have been more, but only one stands out that was superficial, and she still fucked my broke ass at the time. Well, you know that's. What I mean, she was very materialistic, but you know, I I'm like damn, I really haven't had like I've really dated some dope women in Los Angeles we didn't work out but that's not because they weren't dope I mean like I plan on getting married to one woman it's just gonna be hard you know what I mean so you know the finding your match mm. just because some just because you get along just because they're great <coughs> people doesn't mean it's gonna work out and it hasn't but <laughs> <laughs> I mean I cannot shit on the women out here and also in LA we get so many transplants you know so Next thing you know, I'm not really dating an L.A. woman. Yeah. Uh, Um, I have a question, actually. Uh, My homie Donovan asked me, why do some gay men think it's okay to harass or catcall straight men? It happened to me a few times in L.A., and I don't want to look like the guy that's intolerant, so I brush it off. But if I talk to women like that, I'd be publicly shamed. So I guess the question is, are there gay men that feel more emboldened or protected by the newfound civil rights they have attained? Uh, Donovan, my friend, the human rights that gay people have acquired, um, there aren't, they aren't new, uh, but they are still in the works. Um, and we definitely are in a safe space at all to be like feeling emboldened to be doing anything. The most that's happened is like same sex marriage and like, Clearly, the motherfucker that's in office right now is trying to undo all of that shit. So please never feel like gay men feel like they're in such a secure place, especially black gay men, to just be doing ballsy shit. That's just men. And then add gay on top of that. You, Yeah. Um, but I will say, though, I respect you for not <laughs> responding in any kind of crazy way. 
Um, I mean, I, I really can't answer answer you why some gay men think it's okay to do that. It's the same reason why some straight men think it's okay to do that. No, but um, I mean, you can't say that you that there's not you can't say like there's not some like a new freedom for gay men out there. Well, because so like, there's definitely like look, I mean, you're younger, so you didn't mm-hmm. go through, you didn't get a chance to go through what some gay men went through in the nineties. He's young too. But no, no, no. <laughs> but what I, but still, he right. He knows that one time it wasn't that you gay men didn't have the free market, didn't have the, they didn't feel that they could get away with talking to a straight man like that or catcalling at all. Mm. Because like, oh, this gay motherfucker's talking to me like that. They couldn't do it at one time. I will say this. That has not changed that much. And I, and I say that because I witnessed my mom's gay older friends doing that when I was a kid to straight men. The only difference is gay men pick and choose when to do that. They not doing that in the hood. Listen, if that's happening I, to you, that's not nowhere where they feel un, like I <laughs> unsafe. I promise you, I promise you, it is not what it was at one time. Well, of course not. I mean, of course it's, not. It's changed greatly. Mm-hmm. Like, but what has changed greatly? The freedom that gay men feel in this society. Like, it's not where you would like it to be. I'm sure, but. I mean, we know um, we the guy that we wanted to come on can tell you like the freedom that he has now is not what he had in the eighties and nineties and even the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like there is a this is a different day, right, and right. you're I I will agree with you all day that it's not where you guys wanted to be, for sure. I just don't but think it's like a newfound thing where like gay men are running through the streets like I can is, do what I want now. It like, is it, it it may not be new in the past five years, but it's new over the last ten to fifteen. For sure. Do you know 10 to 15 years ago, me and this young man were probably like 10 years old? That that doesn't mean that he doesn't know the history of it. Mm. That doesn't mean that. No, you're, that, you're right. And, even, you, and, it's no, and you don't have to keep saying, like, I mean, just because he's young doesn't mean it was. it's not the real. No, no, no. I get it. I just know where some people's point of view is coming from. But I guess we are answering this on a more general Yeah, it's term. not just him. It's just like, it's not. I, I know, like. It's almost like when uh, you saw a dude in high school and you're like, yo, he's gay. He's gonna, when he gets out of high school, <laughs> he's going to have some fucking freedom. Um, it's like society. When we get into those fucking 2000s, man, these gays are going to have some kind of freedom. And there was a lot more freedom. Well, shit, you, you know what? You're right. Because we got that story about your, at your cousin's high school, the <laughs> gay boy asking dude to prom. So. It, dude, that would not have happened. But I just want, I just also don't want you men, straight men to forget or think like, oh my God, I'm being catcalled. It's the same goddamn, think about it, it's, it's the same reason why straight men do it. Y'all ain't got no good goddamn home training. You don't need to be yelling at nobody's window at nobody walking down the street. So that's just <laughs> no, that for me. No, no, no. Hey, no. <laughs> like catcalling is, is weak as fuck. It's so weak. For one. Especially because you probably need a passenger side. For one. <laughs> Catcalling ain't gonna get you that pussy it, or that it, ass. My it probably bad. never has, ass. which makes me wonder why it's done. <laughs> Yo, I feel like it had to work for somebody though, right? No, you know what I think it is. I think it's men. They do it around their other male counterparts just to show like I'm hollering at bitches or like I'm hollering ooh, at these, ooh, you these know guys I, do, I see. Like, you know what I would do if I was like, because I've seen dudes do that, mm-hmm. and I, I was I kind of played the captain save them. Mm. So guys would do all the catcalling and yelling and. <laughs> Then 
I wait a little bit when they pass them and just, hey, how you doing? You know. Yep. There hey, you go. You gotta, there you, gotta you go. There you go. I'm just pick up where you <laughs> fucked yeah. up at. Yeah, they go over here fucking <laughs> up, man. You good? I know it's tough walking through that bullshit. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So moving on to the next question. All right, let me see if she even has some good questions. I'm just going to run through this. <laughs> do you feel like some gay men can be sad? Uh, do you can feel like what? some... Hold on. I, I really wish I had gone over these. Do you, feel this, do you feel some gay men can be sassy and mean girlish? Why? Yeah. What the fuck? Of course. But why? Um, That's just... I mean, that that's a that's a, such a deep question because... It's the same reason why y'all think like black women have an attitude problem. You're you go through certain things as you're growing up, you carry that baggage with you and you just let it out on the first motherfucker you see sometimes. Um gay men, I'm trying to have to tell y'all but at this point probably grew up feeling hella fucking repressed and like like probably been like beat up and made fun of their whole life. Now that they feel so <laughs> emboldened, so to speak, of course, they probably walk around with like a little chip on their shoulder, like I wish a motherfucker would type attitude, and uh, you know that's up to the individual to kind of find a, a middle ground there and <laughs> learn to not be so um, mean. But you know, hey. Um, all right, here's a good one. Here's a really good one. I like this. Does it offend you when women say, "What a waste" or "That's a shame" when they find out hmm. you are gay? Yes, because I still wouldn't have fucked you. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It, I get, I don't get like super offended, but it does hurt my feelings a little bit. And that's only because like, in that moment, what you're doing is I feel like you're taking out your anger on not being able to find a suitable black man on me. Like, you the problem. God damn it. Another one. Damn, and you cute. Those what God- does that even mean, first of all? And, God damn, and you cute. Like, man, that goddamn gay disease is fucking up I'm the like, world. First of all, we not the <laughs> ones. You still got motherfuckers being locked up. You still got motherfuckers cheating on y'all left and right with various families on hand. Like, please don't put your lack of being able to find a good man just on gay men. Yeah, it's a culmination st- of a lot of shit. And y'all still can't make a good turkey burger. Shut talk, the fuck up. talk about it. <laughs> You healthy or what, motherfucker? Fucking dry <laughs> ass turkey, turkey dry ass turkey burger. We gotta uh, put a top on that thing and let the juices marinate. Uh, <laughs> I got one. All right, go ahead. Um, this actually comes from my, my little cousin. Shout out to you who listens to the podcast, BJ. Um, he says because I am Jamaican, I come from a Jamaican household. What about navigating the Jamaican culture while being queer? Being that one of the most iconic songs calls for the murder of queer individuals. And how was your view on Caribbean homophobia? How has your view on Caribbean homophobia changed over the years? When you go back into Caribbean parties, uh, do you have to prepare yourself for certain songs, or is it all just music to you and something that comes with the culture? Um, I've definitely had to struggle with this, and it's so funny. Like, there's a couple songs where, like, they basically say the equivalent of faggot in in English, and I'm like rapping the fuck out of it, and like. Because I'm, it was so embedded in me from childhood, like that type of music, that I, I, I 
clearly know it's not okay. But when I get into that mode or I'm like feeling that vibe and I'm like thinking back to back home and shit, I'm not thinking about that. Now I do. But at the time, you know, I was freshly gay and my best friend, she was on the phone with me and she heard it. She was just like, um, John, can you say that now? Like, <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit, I can't say that kind of stuff. Like, definitely can't. So I've definitely had to adjust myself to not uh, take on like self-hate <laughs> speech from my own people's music. And I haven't been to that many Caribbean parties in the past couple years just because I'm on the West Coast. But the few times <coughs> I do, it is a bit of a... I, I, I cringe quite a bit at some some of the songs. And it's just like, uh, I don't really know where to be right now. So, Yo, when you go back to Jamaica, are you a little nervous to be yourself? I have not been back since I was 15. And my family keeps trying to go back for the holidays. And I haven't said this to anyone actually publicly but I always find something that I'm busy doing because I am fucking terrified to go back to Jamaica. Terrified. That's, that's sad, yo. That's really sad. Man. Yep. Um, okay, next question. Why aren't white people on your show? <laughs> Was somebody white that asked this? <laughs> you know somebody. You know the white person that asked this. Oh, right, right, right. Um, Shout well, out. Joe, you answer that question. I feel like you have a little bit more, uh... <laughs> what? Okay, so, the reason why, I mean, it's not like we won't ever have a white person on the show, but they have to bring something to the table that matters to our topic, Yeah, our, like, bottom line. Like, yeah, yeah. bottom line for this show is bridging the gap between black homosexual males and black heterosexual males that's what the show's about i mean i don't if somebody white was adding to that conversation sure come on no yeah if you know we have like and, somebody who specializes in something and you know they got some facts they want to throw on us yeah, real quick or they, but i'm sure the, the time will come at the same time i mean yeah if i don't if if one of the homies one of the white homies is just around and wants to be on the show and we're kicking it. Yeah, you can be on the show. Damn it. I'm not racist like that. We don't hate you. <laughs> but it's not. But the show is what it's about, man. So yeah. we try to stay on that because we have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only season one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, we've only had. We're a, still in our pilot season, bro. This is the ninth episode and you guys are still Damn. questioning its importance. Nine in. Um, my buddy... Uh, actually asked me a question. Um, it actually pissed me off when he asked me this. Oh, right. Um, he said, why am I obsessed with homosexuality? And I answered, you know, for when I, I, he said, no, it's a genuine question. I said, all right, I don't it's think it's genuine. At all. But then I realized why he thought it was genuine. Because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Are you fucking serious? He said, he, he said, I was like, I was like, so you listen. I was like, mm. I was like, well, I've talked about my reasons for doing this podcast. Cause I asked him, I said, okay, where's your, I was like, off. I was like, what information do you have that speaks that, to this? That speaks to me being obsessed with homosexuality. And I said, is it just the podcast? And he said, uh, no, it's something else. It's other stuff. I'm like, what other yeah, stuff? I like, exactly. I said, I said, give me the other, I was like, come on, give it to me. Like, tell me what the other stuff is. And. Give me all that. 
He's like, well, yeah, the podcast. I said, so, you know, the podcast, you know, I broke down what the podcast is about. And I talked about how this is a problem. Like, us not having a relationship, it really leads to us further, being further from unifying in the mm-hmm. black community. Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying all this stuff, he is like, oh, now that you say that, man, I mean, I get it. And I'm like, but I say that in damn near every episode of, of the podcast. I was like, do you not listen to the podcast? Oh, the well, question for him goes, is, why are you so terrified of but homosexuality? He's not. He's not. Like, where'd that question come from? But he, because like... he, no, this is where the question comes from because he never listened to the podcast. He doesn't understand the seriousness of the podcast. Even if you didn't listen to the podcast, that question's still coming from a bullshit place. I, I, because, like, listen, you I'm... literally, the only thing gay you've ever been affiliated with is this podcast. So for you to say obsessed and is such a stretch. Exactly. And then to say it's a genuine question, dude, stop. And he's, <laughs> like, and, and that's my dog. He's known me forever. So I'm like, what that's why I was like you, you since you've been knowing me for so long like give me something else and he couldn't <laughs> give me nothing else well and I'm not bashing but it was just like okay I told him all this information he told me that he had only listened to about 20 minutes of like two episodes what what huh and them 20 minutes probably were like him doing some shit not really listening just like clicked so, on it so. thank you for your, your listen though your click cause uh you know get the numbers up but shit Oh, yeah, man. man, yeah. I, so, yeah, the question is answered. I answered it with him. I don't have to go too in-depth, but you guys know why this podcast is here. And so my obsession is more with unity mm-hmm. and logic. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what my obsession is with logic and tolerance. More than tolerance, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. All right, so moving on, we got a bunch of questions, and we, dang. Actually, let me piggyback off of that. We have uh, one of our favorite listeners. Her name is Marisha. Uh, Her question is, how to raise young men to avoid hypermasculinity? I want my son to embrace colors and flowers and sports that don't include possible brain damage. Um, Honestly, like, just do that. Hmm. Like, um, like, um, make sure he's... Show that love. Show tell them what's important. Like you said, you know, flowers are important to you. Arts are probably important to you as well. Just show him love. Show him everything. Don't tell him the fake idea of what being a man is. Like don't Also men, because this actually falls a lot on y'all as the future fathers of America to kind of instill that open-mindedness and that ability to explore themselves fully without feeling like, oh, I'm gay if I like that thing. And But if if she's a... I don't, I don't know what her well, status and, and is. That's right. I don't that's know what her not, status you know, is. If she's a single mom. Maybe you are a woman if, who yeah. just wants to raise a child by yourself. No, that's fine, too. If she, yeah, if she ends up being a single mom, then she has to know, like, your child is going to run into right, those, right. those men who are hyper-masculine, who mm-hmm. will tell you what being a man is and Oh, we can't cry. You know, men do this and men pick up stuff and punch. And, you know, you're going to have to just really set a strong foundation for your child. Let him know what's important. And that starts with, like, teaching him not to be embarrassed about being himself. And that, like, whoever he is or whatever he is. That's more masculine than anything. Exactly. Because when when that, yeah, that is more masculine than anything. That's great. Because when you're on that playground... 
and all them dudes is like all thinking one way and being fucking followers, it takes so much strength to like stand firm and be like, nah, y'all bullshit. Like, y'all full of shit. Yeah, it, it really does because there's very few. <laughs> Growing up, I remember the people who were like that and they stood out like a sore thumb and I mm-hmm. truly respect them because I was not there yet. I was I was definitely following. But, um, yo, I hope that was, I hope that's helpful. And if, if, if there is anything that we are, that you feel like we're missing in that response, you know you're going to hit us up. So just hit us up and we'll answer directly. You know, you can add me and I'll go even deeper into it. Word. Um, next question is how do you, okay. How do you, <laughs> how do you give a good blowjob? Whoa. Um, <laughs> uh, my Christian ears. So, I've never given a blowjob, but I can tell you how to make sure my blowjob is good. Um, I like spit. Um, don't just be at the tip and shit. Mm. Like, you know, get up in that thing, man. Throw, throw it down your throat if you can. You know, some hand action. You know, a few gags on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, don't... The, the most important thing... The most important thing is to act like it's the... Act like it's going to give you a gift. <laughs> like, suck the dick like it's the last dick on earth, and it's going to give you... No, act like... Suck the dick like it's going to give you the best gift ever. Mm. And you're like, man, I can't wait to get to this gift. Mm. You're unwrapping a present with your mouth, and it's going to be the best present ever, so get to it. Yeah. Yo, no hoes bar too, man. Don't be scary. Just get into that bitch. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yo, I man, the ones who were really good at giving head stand out because they were like, it was like they love my dick more than anything in that's, the world. That's like a worship. Yeah. Like, you gotta worship it. Yeah. You, like, don't be just doing it just because, like, I think he likes his dick. Like, don't be doing that. Yeah, yo, if you if you do the whole... Oh, no. No. I, will, I won't hit you. Thank God you gave me I won't hit you. With that. I, won't, I won't hit you, but I will... Subpar head. What's that? <laughs> I will say, so... Oh, let's just have sex. <laughs> <laughs> hey, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you should know in that moment, damn, my head game is weak. And then you just call up your gay homie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What was the that? number is 555-HEAD. <laughs> call me up, ladies. I know you got questions. Um, all right. Here's a, here's a, hopefully it's a good one because my name's on it. It says, Joe, what have you learned during this process? How have you changed? Mm. Mm, what have I learned? You know what? I learned... Way before the podcast, but I mean, I'm 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 gaining information. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I have not. Uh, I've already changed my way of thinking a long time ago. Like it's all about being open to hearing people's stories and understanding that their life matters. You know that mm-hmm. their what they're going through matters, and uh, just being all right with. Different lifestyles, like just because they don't live like you, I mean, doesn't mean they're not living right. I guess I don't know. It's just I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm missing. It's, I'm, it's, I can't find my words. I feel words like right it's now. about emotional intelligence, and with emotional intelligence comes 
a whole new world for you once you like let go of those stupid little things you learn you know throughout childhood that society kind of taught you to like how to be and like open up your mind it's it's a beautiful thing you're basically feeding yourself like all kinds of knowledge and like tolerance and ability to love others and accept i'll go back to logic like having these conversations with john and going through this podcast made everything just more logical to me like yo this man is attracted to a man just like i'll be attracted to a woman the sexual stuff that he wants to do with the man i want to do with the woman like it's <laughs> so easy like it's just easy like i mean there's it doesn't there's just it's not like it's it's not algebra man just let people live exactly. that's it um Algebra wasn't that hard for me, though. Algebra was terrible. Oh, my God. I suck at math so much. Um, all right. Elaborate on beauty standards for gay men versus straight men, especially mm. in L.A. Ooh. Go. Hit, talk about it. Beauty standards. Um, a lot of body image issues in the gay community in general. That's why they be on steroids. Man. Most, I, and I'm just, again, that's probably why I don't have many gay friends or I'm like the outsider. Because I'm not taking my lazy ass in nobody's goddamn gym when I don't feel like it. The only time I lose weight and I'm fit or got some sort of a any pack is when I'm like got a certain photo shoot coming up. I got an acting gig coming up that I know I like need to be that way. Other than that, a motherfucker stays pretty goddamn soft and fluffy underneath, if you feel me. Uh, <laughs> nah, but I, of course I take care of myself, but like... My God, the levels of obsession with like being skinny and like looking good out here is so crazy to me with gay men that it, it I mean, but not even out here, it, any anywhere there's a <laughs> mass population of gay men, th that's, you know, the thing, which spurs from, apparently spurs from the 80s when the AIDS epidemic was so heavy that most people's friends were dying off and looking skinny and, you know, ill and the way to prove that you weren't one of the ones who were ill was to look super motherfucking healthy and like starting like built and just cut the fuck up. I ain't got to prove that. So like, I ain't one of those people. Now, on the straight side, um, <laughs> on the straight side, we're going to get a we're going to get a woman regardless. We'll be fine. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of dudes who dad bods get picked up all yeah, the time. Look, man, <laughs> I don't have the best body. Got some good shoulders on me, you know. <laughs> Got a gut. I'll be fine. Yeah, it's just like, you it know, ain't... sometimes I have a gut, sometimes I don't. Yeah, know? I'll be, look, yeah, it's not that, it's really not that difficult for us. It's way, it's, it's way more difficult. Nice. It's way more difficult in the gay community. See, I gotta wait till I'm like do is my, work out. I gotta wait till I'm like in my 30s when like all the, like all my gay counterparts have like gotten tired of going to the gym for real and they're like tired of impressing motherfuckers. Yeah. That's when motherfuckers like me gonna shine. Like I'm waiting. And y'all like to wear little shit too. Yeah. Like I we do, be, I do appreciate a crop in the summer. And, and we be chubby wearing little shit now. <laughs> you see you see the chubby dudes with their uh skinny jeans on? That is the funniest look. It looks so crazy. It looks weird, yo. Uh like, who tried to stuff that in that? Whoa. No pun intended. Ah man. Okay. I'm about to jump through her questions, man. Wait, there's another Oh, so going back to, um, so we, we talked about, uh, James, right? Because mm. when, um, 
when we brought up the fact that he doesn't bring it bring up the fact that he's bisexual in all in the relationships all the time. Right. Um I I made a point, just you know, playing devil's advocate, like do bisexual women let you know from the gate that uh that they are bisexual? Mm-hmm. And they don't. I mean usually comes out in conversation or you ask. You know, but that doesn't have the one. same, like, it health concern. It doesn't. That's the main thing. Because somebody brought that up, like, talk about the double standard. And that is, like, the double standard. That's where it changes. Because mm-hmm. it's not the same health concern. Um, let's talk about another double standard. Being a hoe. Let's talk about being a... Let's talk about being a hoe in the gay community versus straight community. No such thing. Because <laughs> y'all are y'all are pretty open. Yeah. I mean, and like... What about in relationships? Gay guys will try to shame other gay guys for like being a hoe, but like, we all hoes, so just stop. Well, not all, but... What about in a relationship, though? Is it more... Is it... Uh, is... Uh, so, it, is commitment a real thing? Like... No, yeah. I know. I know a few couples who have been together for like a while and like off to get married and like live happily that happens just like you know your straight friends go off and get married and some of y'all motherfuckers just ain't that so it's like we have our groups of whatevers <laughs> but do you think it's uh it's tolerated more in the gay community for a man to go well do yeah. his thing with another man or would you even would a dude even say would, would a guy even tell his his boyfriend like Yo, I want to go mess around with that dude. Is if that they, even a thing? If they're in an if they're in a relationship, that's a different thing, because then you have to break down: Are they in an open relationship? Are they in a you know, private relationship or you know, exclusive relationship? Um, that pretty much dictates what's allowed okay. and what's not. Okay, are there more? Are there more open relationships in uh, the gay community? I do not know that for a fact. Would you think that there would be more? Open? I, I don't. All right. The reason why I say this is because I don't know very many open relationships mm-hmm. in a straight community. No, right. Um, I that's I still again don't know that because none of my like none of my direct peers who are gay are actually in like relationships right now. I know people who are, but like not none of my circle. And uh, it's just like. Just, you know, casual sleeping around or just dating around, but no one's in a relationship for it to be able to be deemed open or not, if that makes sense. Okay. Just a lot of free, free balling. <laughs> that really Yo, made me laugh. Here goes another question for me. Joe, have you ever been prejudiced or biased towards a gay person? I'm keep. I'm going to go through all the questions. Did you ever think they were hitting on you? How would you react if a gay man hit on you now? How would the how would the old Joe react to being hit on by a gay man? All right. So, have I ever been prejudiced or biased towards a gay person? Back in the day, yeah, I didn't. I was hella prejudiced. I didn't. I said fag. I was prejudiced, and I am a gay man. Yeah. So. I call I call people fags. I, I didn't want to be around gay people. Like, I mean, I I was just like all the other kids around my age in my neighborhood. If you were gay, you're like, oh, I'm gay dude. Like, I was, you know, I didn't want to be around him. I thought, I don't know, we were... I would do that and, like, secretly be intrigued. <laughs> yeah, it was... Ew, follows him around. 
Why is he going over there? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, I was definitely like just like most other kids back back in the day who were like that. I mean, I wasn't like overly. I wasn't no asshole. I didn't, you know, throw shit at him or talk shit to him. I just kind of kept my distance. Um, did you ever think they were hitting on you? I have definitely been hit on. Back then, when I was prejudiced, like, no, because gay dudes weren't bold like that. I think one time, maybe my senior year, I remember this one dude who I thought was a girl. I thought he was like a lesbian. <laughs> Like, then I realized, oh, that's a boy. Did I tell you? There, about I'll tell you. Um, yeah, I really thought he was, a, I thought he was like a girl that dressed like a boy. And then I was like, oh, that is a boy. And he was like, we're, we're doing, we're going somewhere. And he just kept asking like, oh, Joe, are you coming? Like, you going to be there? And I was like, hmm. You really want Yeah, I didn't. There, and huh? I never talked, I never brought it up to my homies. But I was just, I, and I was cool with it. I was cool with them. I was just like, like yeah, I'm probably going to be there, you know. And then um, I didn't think nothing of it at that time, actually. I went to the place and dude was a little, was really happy that I was there. And I was just like, mm, I want to go. I was like, let me go over here. So, yeah. And, and dudes have hit on me. Before, dudes have hit on me after that. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I used to drive for Lyft. I remember oh, yeah. this dude um, was asking me, like, story. what's up, man? You, you Can you have friends? And I was like, yeah, I got homies. He's like, do you have friends? I was like, yeah, I got homies. He and, basically pulled yeah. a move that dudes do to girls, so you yeah. can't have friends. Yeah, was, and he just, the way he was saying it, I was like, I think he finally realized that I had no idea where he was going with that and just moved on. Poor Joe. But it's, it is what it is. And, you know, I'm just. I mean, it ain't, it isn't, it's not like it's just so aggressive where I gotta, you know, I feel like I need to, like, push somebody away. Like, yo, man, watch out. Just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good, bro. You know, no, nah, I'm straight. Y'all, you will never actually need to get physically violent with a gay man like that unless he is actually physically touching you. Or if you're, like, happen to be accompanying someone to a gay bar where there's just a sea of gay men. Yeah, and he said, how would the old Joe... So I guess I answered that. How She said, how would you react if a gay man hit on you? And how would, how would the old Joe react? Even from now to then, I still wasn't going to be on some... Man, what the fuck are you doing, fag? Watch out. It was just like... <laughs> I just easily like, like, nah, man, I'm good. I it just... It, you know what? It never... Because it's not natural for me to just be like... That mean to a motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to... That just doesn't make sense to go so overboard. Like, nah, I'm good, bro. What are you trying to prove? Yeah. Um, well, this is a good one. Because I do see this a lot. Why do you think some gay men feel it's okay, appropriate to grope women? Because I see that a lot. Hmm. Have you ever groped a woman that you didn't really Okay, like? so. You ever, you ever you ever did her little titty like Diana Ross I did to uh, Little Kim, like, remember? I froze in place because I am guilty of that. And, and I do, I always have wondered if women feel any kind of way and it's not women i don't know these are like my homegirls like my friends um and of course i'm i'm pretty sure that they're not comfortable like not uncomfortable with that because they i have very mouthy ass homegirls they would have been said something to me however um that's a good ass question because it, it, it is another level of like gay men just thinking like they're one of the girls or like but that could be crossing a line I don't know. I mean, 
you don't know all. I'm not saying you, but I'm because I grab I grab up on my homegirls all the time. I slap their ass, grab their booty, but I know I've definitely seen I've definitely seen I've definitely seen some gay dudes do that to women they don't know. And yeah, that's, that's not, not okay. Because okay. that actually that has happened to one of my homegirls. We went to this gay club together, and like she has this really big like hair and fro and like gay men they just love a fabulous woman so they like ran oh my god and just like grabbing on her and i'm just like okay like yeah i don't know mostly those are white gay men though that do that i mean shit these women don't even like other women touching on them like that but sometimes some of my homegirls have expressed that they love what gay men give them attention because it's like women ain't gonna give them that kind of well, what about if they, they like play with their booties you know they do the little booty jiggle it just depends. It's like some mm. women might think that's cool and some women might not fuck with that. You know what? I'm going to see what the reaction is. I'm going to start doing that shit to women. Um, Joe, you're not gay. But I'm just saying. You may get I'm, killed. <laughs> but they don't know. Okay. Anyway. I think that is... Are there any other... No, man. I think we have touched on everything. Um, I did want to say one thing, man. And me being a feminist, I got to touch on this. Um, Bitch, be so, bumble. I'm kidding. I, that was that was John, not Joe. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about this. Like I'm a big fan of the NBA. Love the dunks and the block shots, and you know, mm. you know the alley oops. It's just a lot of good fun in the NBA. Russell Westbrook, MVP, baby. Um, Lakers. Yeah, I'm a Laker fan. Russell Westbrook, LA, all that shit. Anyway. NBA is fun to watch. It's entertaining. And I would love for the WNBA to be just as entertaining. And guess what? It's not. It's so... <laughs> it's fucking boring. Like, nobody watches it. Yo, Joe said I, this at work earlier, and, like, <laughs> the girls almost, like, murdered him. They don't watch it? Exactly. And that's what it came down to. They don't watch it. Like, they hated to have to admit... That. Yeah, they don't watch it. They don't want to see those highlights. We nobody wants to see those highlights. Layups and jump shots are boring. Like so this is I bring this up to say lower the rim. Lower the rim. It doesn't make sense. So we know men are bigger than women. The average height in the NBA is about 6'6, I believe, or maybe a little taller. The average height in uh WNBA is probably 5'10, 5'11. That's a huge difference. And men jump higher than women. You don't have to fight me on this. Check out the Olympics records, okay? Yeah, guys. It's just science, I, yeah. too. It's just really just science. Yeah. So please don't, like, get crazy. Yeah, so lower the rim. The ball is smaller. They have made the ball smaller because they know women's hands are smaller than men's. So it only makes sense to lower the fucking rim so they could dunk and have a chance at making some real fucking money. Like, no, I have never met a person that bought a ticket to a WNBA game. Have they gone? Yes, because they were given to them for free. Like, I want y'all to win. I want women to have a chance at getting some real money, entertaining these folks. Lower the fucking rim. Yeah, my dad took me to a WNBA game when and I was he, a kid. And he got the tickets for free. I wonder how he <laughs> get those tickets. Now, think about it. He didn't pay for them. Hmm. He would never pay for them. Interesting. And look, I... Oh, also, it's my dad's birthday today, so I just have to say that oh, real shit. quick. R.I.P. Pops. That was weird. I just thought about that. Anyway. Damn. That's what's up. So, yeah, that's my little piece. Um, John, anything to say? 
Nah, I'm pretty talked out. <laughs> I know that was a lot, man. Fuck. Nah, we look. We don't ask us shit else for yeah. like a month. Yeah, we. I don't, I don't know what we're gonna do the next episode. Hopefully, we get a guest so we can ask. Yo, them if y'all person. know any hateful motherfuckers, like, oh yeah, yeah, people who like hate gay people, yes, like hate that's men, what we want. anything, anything, or um, <laughs> any extremist, <laughs> or if you know anybody down low that's willing to speak, which is weird if they would. <laughs> it's gonna be like one of those gangland or, episodes. Yeah, or somebody, or first time I sucked a dick was on. Um, or somebody that used to be down low. Um, yeah. So on that note, remember, um, re- give us a review on. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Share it, like it, um, and you know, Hank. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I might have to edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Yeah, so we thank you all, man. All the support is lovely. And uh, yeah, that's it for me and the gay homie. And on that note, we always leave off with playing our favorite song. Oh, here we go. Wanted everything and everything <laughs> once, but it isn't that way.